Okay, here we go. Okay, we're holding by Vizehu. Let's start it. Here we go. It says like this. Everyone sees where we are? Vizehu over here? Alright, so here we go. So this is, now we're going to go back to answer this question. This idea. The idea of that the, the dough had, of our forefathers did not have enough time to rise until Hashem revealed Himself to them. This is referring specifically to the second level of, of matzah that we're talking about. The whole idea is that it wasn't capable of it wasn't capable of rising. Why? Now, what's the reason why? Because we know that what happened, the Abishta revealed himself to him, and then it became not even a possibility, right, for the dough to rise, for there to be the idea of Yeshus whatsoever. Remember what we were discussing yesterday? The idea yesterday was, as long as we're working on Yiratata, Right, as long as we're working on it, as long as we're talking about it, as long as we are, we are focusing on developing. So it's a, something that we're reading about in a book, something that we're working on in our efforts. There's always room to fall then, right? In other words, someone comes along with a better idea. Someone, you know, you read another article somewhere else. You, uh, you, your Yitzhahara goes a little bit crazy when wants to do something, you know, totally ridiculous. Whatever it is. There's, there's, room to, there's room to fall at that point in time. Masha Enkin, if the, Hashem himself were to come down and say, Aaron, good morning. Uh, you're, not, you're not falling. Nothing's happening here. That's it. It's, it's a, it's a, what is it called? A game over or whatever? A game changer? Game over? It's, it's a whole new level. It's, it's vain or You can't compare the two. There's, a, there's nothing to talk about. Right? That's what we're saying here. That as long as we're talking about prior to Chatzos, as long as you're talking about that level of matzah. So then for sure you need a shimor, you need to guard it, you need to be careful with it, you need to... Because it's still in jeopardy, so to speak. Once Hashem reveals Himself, so then it's a, it's a paradigm shift. That paradigm shift is what we're talking about. At that point in time, it's not possible that there could be a nurturing, a grasping by the chitzonim, by the, by the other side, by the negative forces, by the Yetzirah. Now the Yetzirah is not going to be able to do anything anymore. <clears throat> the Yetzirah, it's, it's over. Right? As long as you're in the game, so to speak, then the Yetzirah could do uh, lots of things to me. Right? It's once you're out of the game, once it's a, it's a, it, 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 you had this revelation, it's not possible that the Yetzirah is going to come and tell you, well, you should do this, you should do that. This is the Yesh, this is the true Chametz. This is what we're really talking about on Bezak. Of course we're talking about the Chametz, the Gashmistika bread, the Gashmistika cakes and everything like that. But the Etzim Inyan of, 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 of Pesach is this idea of the Pneumius, of That's what we're talking about, the real Chametz. The real arrogance in oneself. That's what we're trying to get rid of. That's what it means when it says, and they, 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 uh, they bake the dough, ugos matzos, these matzos, kilo chametz, that it didn't become chametz. What he wants to say is that it didn't come to the point of chimutz. Because they were, they were divorced, so to speak, from mitzrayim. 
שאין שום אחיזה כלל למצרים. למצרים בבחינה זו שנגלה עליהם. Because once they had this paradigm shift, once the Abishur revealed himself, and so now the concept of מצרים, the concept of limitations, the concept of a limited point of view, or short-sightedness, Or all the things that the Yetzirah tries to do to us, right? It causes us to be in a state of suffolk always. Always we're in doubt. And always we are worried, right? We're constantly worried about everything. All of these things change. Now it's different. Now it's like a, it's become a completely different experience. And therefore, Begashmius, the Mitzrayim, were not able to do anything. And Baruchnius, the Mitzrayim, were not able to do anything. That's what wound up happening. And that's why automatically it became manifest in the Gashmistic world this idea that the Chametz could not grow. Right? In other words, if you look at it by Gashmi, it doesn't make any sense. Right? What are we talking about? You're talking about uh, close to 2 million people, right? Uh, 600,000 men between the ages of X and Y, right? And you had all the women, and you had all the children, and you had all the uh, different people that uh, tagged along, right? What? It didn't come to the, uh, doesn't it come out to 6 million? I don't think it was 6 million. That's a, that might be a little bit more. But uh, even 2 million, let's say even 100. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, basically, the bottom line is you try to get your right, cut your family out of the house. You know, <laughs> how long does that take? You know, you know. So, so imagine two million people are going. They're going from Goshen, right? Goshen, and then they went to Ramses, and then went to Ramses, and then went to, you know, they're, they're, they're traveling. Okay, so you're going to tell me that there was Christos Adera, right? There was this jumping of the of the pathways. So therefore, they were able to take one step, and they were at the next place, right? Uh, but still. The bottom line is that they had to, you know, it wasn't like, even in our ovens nowadays, right? You try to make, you know, an oven, you have to preheat it, right? You have to get it going. They had to, they had to get the wood together. They had to go, right? Remember, this is like our, our English here the other day, right? You know, you're going to be worrying about burning the chametz. <coughs> you have to get the wood and you have to get the, you know, you have to get the, the coals and you have to get the this. And the, what's with Bali Yura, Bali Matzah, right? You're not going to have enough time for anything. So same thing here. This is, this is the idea. That what are we talking about? That that for sure there was 18 minutes. Impossible with two million people traveling, right? And going from place to place, and right, and burning, making a fire, and uh, I, there wasn't 18 minutes. Of course, there was 18 minutes. So what does it mean? I mean, the push shot of the puzzle. Oh, they just didn't have enough time. Oh, they did everything. They left Mitzrayim in less than you know 17 minutes and 33 seconds. You know what? What are you talking? Come on. Even with Kvitas Adarach, even with everything, it, it doesn't make any sense. That can't be what it's talking about. So that's the point that the Rebbe is saying here. That that is, that is the idea. And that's why it didn't become Chametz. It didn't become Chametz mitzah, the union of what we said before. Right? That's the idea. Eh, Chavre. Chavre. Right? So this is this is this is the nikuda that that's that it couldn't become chametz mitam anal because there was a revelation of the abishter that's the idea. That's why it's written specifically here the matzos with the vav. That the vav is indicative of the 
drawing down of energy that came down to them. From this level of this tremendous fear. The Yira Ila, this higher level Yira, like we said, the king himself. Right? Or Kelalyom, I should say. Right? That the idea in the Shmona Esra itself, right? In the Shmona Esra itself, right? We say Hagibor, right? Hagadol Hagibor, Vehanaira. Why is there the Vav only after that? So what happens? So, but Tosef is Vav. This is the additional Vav. Masha Enkin Hagadol Hagibor below Vav, which doesn't have the Vav. Right, because this is the idea. The no, this is the this is the higher level, the higher level of yira that's coming in. That now is a hamshacha. It's a drawing down into the people, into the person, into me. Right, that's that's the concept. Which is not the case of yira tatar. Nikra adayin mitzad chaser vav. Which is not the idea of the yira tatar. Which would be the idea of without a vav. Because that's still the idea that I am working on myself. I am changing. I am focusing. I am trying. I am. It's it's the me, right? I'm reading all the books. I'm doing all the meditation. I'm you know uh, doing whatever. But it's still coming from me. That's that. That's where it's coming from. Once it's only coming from me, so then it's it's like there's. It's great on the one hand, but it's not the revelation on the other hand. And that's why That's why they need the, the shimur, right? That's why they need specifically the right the guarding against the chitonis. second level That you don't need to guard anymore because that already there was a game changer, there was a paradigm shift, there was a whatever you want to call it. Things are different, and that's the difference. So now let's go back and answer the different questions. Now we can go back and answer the question that we mentioned earlier in the Mimer. How could it be that this matzah that we are eating nowadays, right? Because we're supposed to eat the matzah before chatzais, right? Before chatzos laila. So why is it that? We say in the Haggadah, right, that why is it that we eat matzah, right? Matzah zu al shuma al shum shaloh speak right? That we specifically are, are referring to the matzahs that seemingly took place after chatzos. Aren't we commemorating the matzahs of that first Seder night? That's what we're doing here, right? That's, that's why we're making a Seder. Right, that's that's the whole idea behind it. We're not commemorating, you know, the, the second, you know, the second part of the evening. We're commemorating the first part of the evening. That's the second level matzah. Which only happened after Hashem revealed Himself to him. This was the level that's after chatzos. So the point is as follows: Who calls a dafka bizman shehayu Yisrael as begolz mitzrayim? So this distinction that we're talking about was specifically when the Yidden were in the Golis mitzrayim, right? We're still in Egypt. So they still didn't have Torah mitzvahs. They wasn't given yet. There was no Har Sinai yet. That's what happened. So therefore, they had no preparation. They had no vessels, right? They were not capable of receiving the hamshacha to receive this high-level revelation that was going to come down from the Abishur himself. They weren't there. They weren't holding on such a level. 
They wasn't shy for them to have this level of bitl and to be able to receive this yirei law before chatzos. So therefore, what happened? So that's why before chatzos, they were only capable of receiving the matzos that were a chaser above, without the vav. So that was their first level. They had to have that first level. They had to have that first step in the direction, in the right direction, namely the bottle of I'm going to get off my couch and I'm going to go to the Chabad house. I'm going to go to the local Seder. Right? In other words, there had to be, like we talk about in El, right, this concept, there had to be that initial step. Right? You, like that, that the king is in the field, right? That's the idea in El. But are you going to get out of your house, turn off the Monday night football, and go out to the field to see the king? So this is the this is the concept. There's this bottle ritzaincha, nullifying my will, nullifying the my will that I am more comfortable wherever I am. Am I going to go out of my comfort zone? That's basically the question. That's the initial question that's happening. And once you're able to go out of your comfort zone, then you open yourself up to all different things. But without going out of your comfort zone, you're you're not going anywhere. That's the problem. Only through this were they able to receive the Gilui. Only through this were they able to receive the revelation on Nal Acher Chatzos, which came place after, took place after Chatzos. And that's how they were able to then get to the point that there was no possibility of the dough rising. But that was only Shaykh after they already made the initial push forward, so to speak. But now what? Nowadays, since we have Torah mitzvahs, we received it in Har Sinai. So what are we doing? The whole year we're working towards this. Every day when we're putting on tefillin, every day when we're keeping Shabbos, every day when we're keeping kosher, when we're learning Torah, all of these things are acting as that precursor, as bottle ritzaincha. In order, so through that whole precursor of working the whole entire year, that's how we are able to, when we bite into the matzahs, we're able to receive that revelation. That's what's happening. So the, our so to speak, our kaidim chatzos matzahs in a certain way is the whole year of work, our whole year of trying our best to learn taira, to do mitzvahs, to go out of our comfort zone, so to speak, our bottle ritzaincha. So that's why when we have the matzahs then on the night of Pesach, right, that's why it's able to happen, that we're able to have that higher level. Right, this matzah that comes through, this is after all the mitzvahs, right? But Tosef is vav. But the matzah is with the vav. Ayin sham nimsa bechinas mitzvah zehu bechinas madriga matzah habeis shehi matzah malivah. That's why the mitzvah of matzah is specifically with the vav. That's what we're doing, right? Behind the lefishai dekiyum Torah mitzvahs nimshah bechinas terach amude or because why? Because doing the Torah mitzvahs, we're able to so to speak draw down terach amude or it's called the six hundred and twenty beams of light or pillars of light. Right, which is the word the keser elyon because keser, right, is six hundred and twenty. Keser is the idea of rotten of the will, the will of who, the will of Hashem, 
So the whole year we're drawing down like an amud, like a like a pillar that stands in the wall of a building, for example, right? That keeps the building upright, right? It goes from the ground or even below the ground all the way up to the ceiling, to the roof, right? That's what happens. Somebody has kasher to six thirteen plus seven. Right, six thirteen is right. The Torah mitzvah seven is the rabbanon. <coughs> so altogether, six hundred twenty exactly, right? So now what comes out in chatzos laila, which is the the ace rotzen, the good, the auspicious time. So that same thing that they got at chatzos after chatzos when Hashem came down and revealed Himself to them, that's what we're getting when we eat the matzah before chatzos. Because we already set ourselves up throughout the whole year. Because we have the Torah mitzvah. Because that is the etzim will of the Abishur. That's the will of God. So that's what we were working on all year round. So we're constantly mavatling ourselves. We're constantly nullifying ourselves. We're constantly going out of our comfort zone. We're constantly waking up for Kriya Shema. <coughs> we're exhausted at night. We have to, you know, say, you know, Kriya Shema in the evening, you know, whatever. All the different things that go against our human nature. Right? Our human nature is to be comfortable, to not to go out of our way in these, in these manners. But nevertheless, every time we're doing that, that's what we're doing. We're creating that, that lower level of, of uh, that base, so to speak. Right? That keli, that vessel, to be able that when we bite into the matzah on the night of Pesach, we're able to receive the matzahs in this higher level. That's the idea. So then he says, Now we can understand why is it possible that we say in the Haggadah itself, this matzah that we're eating, right? Pesach matzah mora, right? Pesach al shuma, Pesach, the Korban Pesach, why are we eating it? Matzah al shuma, why are we eating it? Matzah al shuma, perish. The Bishlam Abiyos of Begalus Mitzrayim, Shahayuva Bechinis Galus Klipa Visitra Acher Ma'ir. So it makes sense to say that when we were in the Gullus, the exile of Mitzrayim of Egypt, that at that point in time we were in the state of Gullus, we were in the state of exile with Klipas and Sitra Acher in a ter- terrible way, with all the Chitonim, with all the negative forces, with all the negativity. We were stuck. We were very, very stuck. They didn't have mitzvahs. So that's why they specifically got the commandment. Eat this matzah. This is a commandment. When do you eat the matzah? Eat the matzah. Before chatzos, you have to eat the matzah. That was the matzahs without a vav. Because in order that this should be a chachana, this should be a preparation, this should be a getting ready. But afterwards, then they could receive this Gilui Gadol, this tremendous revelation. That was the idea. Now, however, now that we already were given the Torah mitzvahs, right? So that's a different story altogether. That's the idea. Now we have it. We already have it in ourselves. Give the brackets. So what's this idea of eating the matzah before chatos? So that's why we're asking. That's our question. Why do we have to eat this matzah before chatos? Why are we eating this matzah? We already were given the Torah mitzvahs. We already given all this stuff. We already have the preparation. And he answers. What is the Haggadah answer? He speaks. Because of the fact that they didn't have enough time for the matzahs to rise. Namely, our eating of the matzahs nowadays, even though they're taking place 
דווקא בפור חצאיס, מכל מקום אין העניין והמשך רק מבחינת מדרגה מצה האלף בלבד. Now listen to the words what he's saying here. It's very, very interesting. It seems like the whole mimer now is setting us up to say, okay, so what matzahs are we eating nowadays? So which matzahs are we eating? Well, now, what is it setting it up before this line? With the vav, no? With the vav. Right? With the vav. That's what it seems like the whole setup is. The whole setup is saying, that's why, since we don't need these matzahs without the vav. We need the matzahs only with the vav, right? We need the matzahs with the revelation of God. Nevertheless, look at, the, look, at this, look at this line that the Rebbe says here. Keyboard right? That let's just translate. the level of the madrega of the matzah. I'm sorry, I skipped. the inyan is not just the hamshacha from the first level matzahs alone. But it's also from the second level matzahs. The key word being also. So it is a combination. We have to discuss this. This is the Moira Godel, this is the tremendous fear, the tremendous ira the tremendous revelation of God Himself, that they didn't have enough time for the dough to rise. Not that they didn't have enough time. It wasn't shaykh, it wasn't possible that the dough was going to rise. It's not possible that there would be chametz there. This is the revelation that happened through the king himself coming to reveal himself. And it became redeemed. This is the gili of the orainsov. That this is the revelation that's coming way beyond the state of This revelation came down to us through this matzah. For the reason we said before. So how could we be meramis? How could we hint at? Now it's really both levels of the matzah in this one matzah. Because we know that there is a distinction between chametz and matzah in terms of the word itself only in one letter. The hey and the ches. Right? Matzah and chametz. Right? They have, both have mem and a tzaddik, but one has a ches and one has a hey. So what's the key? The key is the hey. Vihinea hey milui shalah hu gamken os hey. And when you spell out a name like yud, you spell it out yud vav dalit. So hey, when you spell it out, you spell it out hey hey. So two hey's. Melachen nikra mekapel is that's why it's called a double, right? Or right marasa machpela the double, right? Beis hey and elu meramzim be hey achas the matzah. Right, this is, both hays are hinted at in this one hay of matzah. Hayin bechinas base madrigas the matzah. These are the two levels of the matzah. Hanal ki amilu yihu ben bechinas helam hamuster benel amtoch hay atma because the the expression of this letter hay is hinted at in the hay itself because it has two hays in it itself. Behelam zeh shebetoch hay shehi bechinas. And this whole thing is, is connected because the hay is like the lower level hay, which is the Indian of Malchus, which is the Indian of the kingship, which is connected to the higher level, which is the idea of Kesser, right, which is the idea of Ratzon. Right? So what, what's the Chiddush here? What, what are we saying here? This is the end of the first part of the Mimer. The, the Chiddush is that we were building up to a certain point, and then all of a sudden at the end, it seems like he shifted gears again. We're building up to show, basically, the whole mimer, the whole second part of this mimer, what we've been discussing, seems to be, what's the great thing? The great thing is that there's a revelation of the Abishter himself. 
revelation of the Abish himself. That's what's coming out. That's what we need. That's what we want. That's what that's 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 the whole thing. That's what we're that's what we're looking for. Right? That's the Nikuda of the whole story. And then at the end he shifts gears and he says, No, the matzah that we're eating has both. So why do we need both? So the Rebbe explains extensively the idea of the value of both. On the one hand, no one's going to argue with the idea that the, the hamshacha that comes from Hebishter himself to have a revelation of God himself is, I mean, what's a great, greater than that? That's unbelievable. Most incredible level, the most incredible thing. But on the other hand, what the, what the Rebbe explains is that there is a maila to working on something yourself. In other words, when I work on it myself, when I force myself to get up in the morning, when I force myself to learn chassidus, when I force myself to work on myself and do all my personal avoda, right? It's not coming from a high level. It's not coming from the Abish or Hashem himself revealing himself to me. It's not coming from this level that all of a sudden the, you know, the curtains are pulled back and oh, here he is, Hashem himself, right? It's not coming from that. It's just me trying my best. And so therefore, you could say it's on such a low level. But on the other hand, it's on such a high level. Because it's because I'm trying. It's because I'm doing the work. Even though I don't experience the revelation and I don't feel anything and I don't, it doesn't matter. It's despite that, it's coming from me. It's sort of like, you know, uh, like we've given this example before, a teacher in a classroom. There's the kid that always gets the A's in the class. And that's wonderful. Of course, you love it. How could you not love it? It's amazing. But then there's the kid that is constantly failing every test. And he puts so much effort into it. And he gets, a, you know, he gets like a 75 on the test. And it's amazing. Because he went from getting a 30 to a 75. So it's not an 100. But at the same time, it's him. He changed. He worked hard. The kid that gets 100 every time, he doesn't even work hard. He has a photographic memory. He looks at the page one time and, you know, he just remembers everything. This is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about this child worked so hard to try to get that 75. That's amazing. The same thing with us. On the one hand, of course, who could deny Hamshacha, uh, a revelation from Hashem himself? What's greater than that? But on the other hand, there might be something greater than that. What's greater is that when a Jew works very hard and he doesn't feel it, you know, and he doesn't feel the excitement, and he doesn't feel like sitting and learning right now, and he doesn't feel like doing the mitzvahs right now, and he doesn't feel like waking up and putting on tefillin, and he doesn't feel like waking up for Kriyashma, and he doesn't feel like all these things he doesn't feel like because he's a human being, and we're all human beings. And, you know, we, we're constantly looking for different stimuli, we're trying to listen for excitement and for pleasure and all these things. And sometimes, right, we are able to, even despite not being so excited, and even despite not feeling the, feeling the light, so to speak. We still do it because it's right. It's the right thing to do, to wake up for Kriya Shema, to put on our tefillin, to daven with the minion, to, to do all the things that we need to do. That in and of itself is the success. And in certain ways, it's even a greater success than the revelation that's uh, beyond. And that's the Nikuda. So in this matzah that we're eating on the first night of Pesach, right, in the second night of Pesach for us that are living outside of Eretz Yisrael, both nights of Pesach, right? There's the idea, the Seder night, that's what we're talking about. That matzah encapsulates both of these levels together for us. 
And that's what's so special about it. And that's what we're doing. And with that matzah, then we're able to recognize Hashem. We're able to break out of all of our limitations. We're able to go beyond our small-mindedness of being physical in this world. Make sense? Kapish? All right. So that's it for today. Please do Hazara. Okay?